We are live. Well, welcome back to another fantastic quarantine cast with Brian and Cody. He, of course, is the Cody in that equation. I am Brian and you are you. We are happy to have you. Only a couple more quarantine casts until Cody becomes a new father, so we must enjoy him while we can. Uh, if you're looking at the screen and wondering why you can't see Cody, before you start sending horrible messages, uh, Cody is uh, Cody is doing something. something uh, he's uh, very excited. He has a major reveal because he, I, I've been talking to him for the last couple of minutes. We've been working out some technical things so that I can do this when he is uh, taking, he's going to take a, a paternity leave, a partial paternity leave from this as well. And we will, uh, we will be doing other things, but that we'll talk about later. But he has not allowed me to see him. He is like the Wizard of Oz. I'm trying to pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. And yet it is, uh, it is starting to, my curiosity is peaking more and more. So at this point, I am going to have to uh, say, hello, Cody. Uh, and just like on To Tell the Truth or one of those uh, game shows, please reveal yourself. Hi, Cody. It is peaked. Oh, that's Oh, see what we did there? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nobody's really complaining that they can't see you. They're like, oh, yeah, okay, this is, uh, it's fine. We got Brian and his crazy hair. He's looking like Polly Walnuts more and more every day. Uh, and we can, we hear Cody, and every once in a while we can catch a, it's like Bigfoot. You get a quick glimpse of Cody, and then he disappears. He's Bigfoot. He's the Loch Ness Monster. He is, uh, you know, presidential leadership. Everything that is missing that we cannot find. I can hear you. Now they can hear you. Really? All right. Uh, Apple, Apple just really doesn't, doesn't give yeah, it. My, listen, my HP is, uh, reliable we get in there and after the first couple of weeks once i hardwired it we're my end is uh well my end is cooking until i tried to follow your directions but let's not get into that right now let's let's find out did you have uh, i'm going to ask this and please don't take it the wrong way were you in a horrifying accident have you been disfigured is that why you are uh, pretending that you're sia the pop star who doesn't allow people to see her face um, no 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 my face is beautiful my face is uh, well, absolutely gorgeous we'll, we'll judge that in a little bit why are you? Why are you in the dark? In the dark. Is that a song? Who's that That's by? Uh, who did in the dark? Quickly, uh, people in the chats. Who did dead air? There's no dead air. Um, they thought that it, there was dead air when my mic was not. Was there? Uh, it's a. Why do I want to say? No, that's a TV series. That's not the one. In the dark. Oh, it's Billy Squire. Duh. Well, you find it very exciting, Brian. Brian, I'm gonna I'm gonna go full screen for this. I'm gonna take over the whole screen. Ooh. I've uh, I've got a little lens cover, uh, but I rearranged my office this and voila, El Dragon. The dragon. The dragon has come. Oh, oh my goodness, he is there. Very nice. Now is that uh, Grindelwald? What's uh, what's that a map of? The Nether it's regions. A map of, 
It's a map of Hyrule, uh, Legend of Zelda. It's a, oh, of course. It's a, collectible. it's a collectible. Don't worry about it. But yeah, the dragon with his map. So now, where is the to give us to give us some perspective? Last week we were looking at you, and over your shoulder was the new double door that you had put into the office. What? Where are we facing now? Is that is that open closet we see where you have a white uh, shirt hanging? Is that your podcast closet? That is that is indeed my podcast closet. I got to actually move this uh, over a little bit, uh, which shouldn't be open right now. But this is well, actually, who cares? Actually, yeah, who cares? Um, if you look a little bit further, you can actually see the uh, the microphone oh. set up in there. Oh yeah, um, there it is. Now, do they make you wear that uniform when you podcast for Curiosity Daily? Is that your like you go into work? It's got your name tag on there and. I don't actually know why. Uh, I don't actually know why that shirt is hanging there. I mean, I, I hang a lot of shirts in there for acoustic reasons, but uh, I didn't know if they, if they made you dress up. Yeah, well, uh, no, I didn't. No one cares if I dress up. <laughs> but, um, I yeah, I wanted to unveil the dragon. People have asked about it for a very long yes, time. So that is the dragon. The dragon is finally up. And to answer your question, so uh, behind my two monitors is my giant sliding glass door. Okay. Um, and then I've got the two windows, obviously, in the corner. Uh, well, you can't see it in this shot, but um, if I go back to our our regular view, I've got a couple. I'm basically, it's, I mean, it's I have windows all in front of me. It's like that a wall so of windows. Great. So great that the dragon made it. For those for those who are new and those who don't know the legend of the dragon, much like uh, the legend of Zelda, how did the dragon come to be in your possession? Dragon. Did you train what? it from? A, did you train it from the time it was a baby dragon? I myself did not know. Uh, the dragon came from, the dragon was a gift from uh, a Marshall of Marshall Productions. Uh, it's, uh, um, he's, he's basically worked on like video game uh, arcade cabinet art for like, I don't know, ever. He, he's, he's responsible for printing a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of like, if you go into a, a video arcade or a, a pinball, um, you see like pinball machines, video arcade cabinets, he'd print the decals that go on the side, the light boxes that go on the side. And it turns out back in the day, it was all photography. Like they didn't like draw or use computer generation for a lot of the art. So like there was actually a video game called some generic samurai named like seventh samurai or something. And, uh, it, it, in the game, like on the top, on the light box, right? Like you've got your arcade cabinets, yeah. you've got on the side, there's the big stickers. And then there's the, on the, uh, uh, by the joystick and stuff, there's a decal that goes over it to show you what the buttons do. Then there's the actual monitor. And then above that, there's the light box. And in that art, there's this like ninja, like in a steamy, smoky environment, like with this blade, like kind of like stalking. <laughs> and behind that ninja is a giant dragon. And that is literally the dragon from that game art because he oh. actually made the dragon. Um, it looks like it's made of stone. It's really made of foam. It actually only weighs like three pounds. Super you should light. you should do the whole room in acoustic dragons. Oh man, that would be sweet. That would be sweet. But uh, yeah, so that's like a fine piece of video game history, uh, kind of obscure video game history, but still. Yeah. Uh, I've got the dragon. Really it, it hung prominently above our fireplace Gosh. in our last uh, home because we had vaulted ceilings. I mean, the thing is, it's got to be four feet high, three feet high at least. No, yeah, it's it's high. it's pretty big. So uh, yeah. Well, and congratulations! I'm glad it's uh, I'm glad it's there. It looks terrific. A lot of people jumping in, uh, saying hello, Anita and Cat and. Uh, Gene and uh, Curtis, uh, Curtis, our friend Curtis from WGN, 
and uh, Leroy saying hi from Normal, Illinois, and Barbara and everybody. Hello. Uh, welcome. We're glad you guys are all here. And now you you are all getting to see the dragon for the first time. The dragon that has been spoken about so many times uh, on this and on the radio. And now you have unveiled it. That was a good, yeah. that was a good reveal. I like that. I liked you built that sense of suspense that a lot of times, you know, a lot of times people just know what they're going to get when they come here tonight. It was a big surprise. There was a big reveal. It'll I be like you, when I, you actually have the baby, not your wife. That'll be a weird reveal. I mean, uh, the, uh, now that the construction's finally done, you know, it was finally time yes. to unveil. I kind of thought it would be like a little more like kind of centered behind me, a little bit angle, but you know what? I'm pretty happy with my No, office. the way the way you're looking at it now, that dragon looks like it's going to bite your head every time. It's great. The positioning for this camera angle is terrific because it looks like the dragon wants to uh, take a bite of you. All right. Uh, we've been following the dishwasher saga for the last few weeks. Uh, what's the situation on the dishwasher? Are you, in fact, hooked up with a dishwasher? Uh, Friday. Friday, that's coming. I thought that's what you said last week, that it was coming out Friday. I meant this Friday. <laughs> okay. So, so the... Are we still on schedule for the dishwasher to beat the baby for arrival in your home? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as of this week, we're thinking the baby's probably going to be on time or a little after we thought. So uh, we're, we're not worried about any, any, you know, everything happening tonight or tomorrow or anything. Wouldn't that be uh, crazy if I was doing a quarantine cast and then I was like, ah, oh, sorry, Brian, I got to go. I gotta no, you wouldn't. We'd do it right here. I can, I can help birth babies. I, <laughs> breathe, breathe, breathe. That's really all I could do. See, I didn't have to. I didn't have to worry about that stuff. I didn't, uh, you know. It was out of it was out of my hands. We had gone through all the classes, but then it was like, nope. The doctor said, now's the time. I'm going to do this. No, uh, okay. So there's a there's a whole lot involved with uh, having a baby that's kind of out of your hands. I hear. Yeah, really. You know, you have uh, you have a little a little part in making it at the beginning, mm -hmm. and then a long time of paying for it. But until it from the from the time you actually uh, help create it and the time it comes out, it's it really is out of your hands. Yeah. And then and then as they get older, it's really out of your hands as well, too. You know, because it's like, OK, you know, you're still getting still getting. I got I got yelled at the other day. Uh, you told me you were going to call me and then you didn't call me back. And I was like, OK, but I'm calling you now. Well, you didn't call me yesterday. I know I got busy and we had already talked and. So I'm calling you now. Well, you, I, I, all right, I get it. I, yes. I How about I just hang up now then? Then, then you can really be mad that I didn't call you yesterday and I hung up today. So win-win on everybody. That's how that goes. Now it's basically the calls, uh, the calls come in from Molly. Hey, you want to see Walter? And all we do, you know, we watch Walter play around. Parenthood, man. See, that's what you get for teaching your kid how to talk. Yeah, that's to, you do me a favor. Uh, keep your child quiet for a long time. You hear about those kids who don't talk till they're like four, and people, you know, parents panic, and then the kid just all of a sudden one day just starts talking, and it's like you know they're quiet because they got nothing to say, you know, or they're just <laughs> listening. They're like, I'm not getting involved in this. There's a lot, of, you know, who knows what's going on in the house. I'm not, I'm not getting involved. I'll just wait, and then when I feel the time is right, that's when I'll pounce with a little conversation. So. I don't know, Brian. I've I've really never had anything to say, and I've been doing like broadcasts with you for about ten years. So. Trust me, I, it's my stock and trade talking with nothing to say. But uh, 
actually uh, 12. So today, uh, this month is my 12 year anniversary. Is it really? Theoretically with WGN Radio. I haven't really been there for a while. Yeah, more changes. Always more changes. I, well, it's pandemic, man. There's always pandemic. Pandemic is changing everything. Pandemic, uh, man. You, I, you know, is I had to go change my tires today. That's uh, change. Well, c- yeah, because I can't have Goodyear on my car anymore. I don't know if you know that. Can't have no, Goodyear. Gotta get rid of Goodyear tires. Do you have Goodyear I, on the Subaru? I I don't know what color my Subaru That's is. That's true. Well, I was going to ask if you had tires. I, I thought that would be a safe bet for you to say yes, but who knows. I, I do. I do know that I have tires. I don't know the brand. Well, no, I, I, I so I forget. See, I always come in with a couple, a couple of news-related uh, bon mots to drop at the beginning of the program, and uh, then I forget that you don't follow the news. So, <laughs> isn't that more fun though? You get to it tell me more the story, fun. and then see my fun. reaction live. Well, the president uh, yesterday went after Goodyear. Because Goodyear, like many, uh, like many corporations, my wife's office included, in uh, most places, have a rule that you can't. In or it's part of their non-harassment policy and non-bullying policy. You can't uh, have political statements or signs or anything at work. It's not one or the other. It's just no. Nobody can have them because that way nobody gets offended. There, there aren't political arguments. Well, I guess somebody came to work, and it, I know this will surprise you. They were wearing a MAGA hat. Beautiful, wearing a what? A beautiful red Make America Great Again cap. Okay. And they were told to take it off. They, they couldn't wear it on the on the floor at work. And that turned into a big thing. So the president says that uh, Goodyear, uh, <laughs> Goodyear needs to be boycotted, that you can get better, cheaper tires, because they are, uh, you know, this is what the, the Democrats are trying to keep, you know, People at Goodyear from uh, campaigning for him. And Goodyear, of course, released a statement. No, this is our policy. And they quoted it from their policy handbook that everybody reads. Uh, no, we just, there's no political stuff allowed. This is in order to keep a happy, inclusive workplace. And then the beauty of it was a uh, picture started coming out of the presidential limousine. And this might surprise you, Cody. What kind of tires do you think are on the presidential limousine? Hurts. Hertz is a rental car company or a donut when I punch you right in the nards. Oh, you, you ever hear that joke? Hey, man, you want a Hertz donut? Never heard that. And joke then you go, hey, and then somebody hits you right in the nards. Goes, even, Hertz even donut? <laughs> I'm cultured enough for uh, for that. No, well, dude, he's missing the whole point. The, the, he should be attacking Goodyear for false advertising. Nothing oh, yeah, about this is the worst year. This is worst yeah. year tires. What good Worst year. Worst year tired. Mm-mm. Not a Eric, fan. Not a fan. Eric doesn't like my eyebrows. So he's driving around. Who else makes tires? Who else makes tires? Like, I, that's an actual question. I actually can't think of a single other tire manual. That's why I said oh, Hertz. Bridgestone, I, uh, okay. Pirelli. Right. Uh, there's, a, there's a million different tire manufacturers. Never heard of Pirelli. Pirelli is a high-performance tire. Yeah, you know, if you go to like 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 me, I'll go to a tire warehouse or one of those places, and I'll say, uh, I'm always looking for the deal. I'm always looking for a bargain. BF Goodrich makes tires. I used to go to Sears all the time and get their tires, uh, whatever those were called. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of tire manufacturers, and I'm betting most places have that same rule that you can't uh, be, you know, politicking on the floor. 
because nobody wants people to get angry. But that's just me. I don't know. Went to the post office today, too. Speaking of other things that are under siege. You went yep. to the post office. The actual post office. I've been to the post office two days in a row. Actually, why? I've been to three post office in the last two days. How and why? Well, one, I drove my car. Okay. So that's how I got there. That's how. Okay. That's how. Um now, I hadn't been actually, well, I shouldn't say that. It's been about a month or so since I've been in the post office. I went and bought stamps a little while ago. I know you can do that online, but what fun is that? Um, but yesterday, I we've been, as I told you, we've been helping my mom get rid of a lot of stuff. And mm -hmm. some of that stuff is stuff that can be sold, which mm -hmm. Debbie has been doing, selling this stuff for my mom. And a lot of it in the last couple of days has been American Girl related. Are you familiar with the American Girl, Cody? Oh, am I familiar with the American Girl? Yes. Are you? Yeah. Okay. American Girl dolls? They're little dolls. They're really expensive. Yes. They're okay. Then you know. Yeah, they're dolls that are really expensive. And they're <laughs> clothes, they're and, they're clothes and all this stuff. So my mom, I didn't know. I thought you were, yeah, who knew? No. How would I think of all the things that you're not aware of, that a guy who doesn't have daughters or, you know. I have I a sister. Think, you do have a sister. Oh, correct. All right. And you're also a shill for Mountain Dew. Sponsored by a tiny can of Mountain Dew. Someone in the chat asked if it's a tiny can. Yeah, it's it's not a it's not one of the full twelve ounces. It's a. They don't know that you actually pounds. have inordinately large hands. I do. And I, I also have inordinate. Well, I, I did I ever? Yeah, I have a story about that, but okay, not that kind of story. This is going south. Go Jim ahead. Was, Jim was very uh, incredulous that you you didn't know who made tires. You obviously don't know Cody very much, uh, Jim, because there's, yeah, there, that didn't surprise me at all that he would say who makes tires. I, Firestone, yes, I, I know Fire. I've never heard of Cooper. I don't know. Oh, what, yeah. What did... it's, a, it's been around a long time. All right. Well, cheers to tires. I am going with a uh, Jameson and Ginger Ale tonight. I'm going with a second Mountain Dew because I didn't sleep great because uh, this morning – all our windows were open because it's been beautiful. Which is I know. Great. I was going to say, hopefully you don't hear too much. The cicadas have quieted down since we started, once it gets dark. but I literally shut the windows before we started recording because they're deafening in here. And in fact, we had a nightmare situation right before dinner. Uh -oh. We came upstairs. We were going to eat on the patio. I slid open the door and I was like, great. I'm going to, you know, I slid open the door. I'll, uh, I'm going to shut the screen door now so that the screen door is shut, and then, you know, we can go in and out of the screen door. There was a cicada between the sliding glass door and the screen door, and I am not exaggerating. My wife can actually back this up. It was as big as my fist, if not bigger. Really? It was a pound. It must have weighed a pound. I mean, we – I'll tell – no, I'll, I like I'll tell this you I like this story despite its uh, obvious hyperbole. No, no, dude, I will get her in here. You should have, then, then if that was that big, you should have caught it and raised here's, it. No, here's how loud, here's how big this cicada was. We then went downstairs and started eating inside because I was like, I am now in a nightmare and I, I'm not ever opening the door again. We went down and sat down. I heard this cicada banging against the glass trying to get out. <laughs> I literally, it was like a, it was like a pop, 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 pop. Yeah, because now it like, sees the outside. It was like a bat. Like there are bats that are smaller. Bats are all smaller, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, cicada nightmare fuel. 
what I was going to say about the cicadas, um, the fist, like this, like this, yes. this huge, hugely large. Uh, why are we talking cicada. about Wait, the cicadas aside, I was going to say something before that. I don't know. Your giant hands. Oh, waking up this morning. Yes. Um, yeah. What happened? What happened uh, this morning? Beautiful. Sleep. Like, well, they had one of those machines eating up all the tree branches that fell last week. Oh, no. What time did they start that nonsense? Like eight. That's about, well, I, I get it. You're a guy who likes to sleep late, but eight o'clock is about the time that, you know, people are out working. Makes yeah, sense. It's their right, but I'm a little it's their right. Behind. I'm I'm a little behind today. My my circadian rhythm uh, starts and stops a little bit later in the day. I'm okay. I'm like kind of a go to bed at midnight, wake up around nine kind of the, kind of guy. Yeah. Um, well, you're gonna if it's if it's out of whack now. If your rhythms are out of whack now, give it another three four weeks. Yeah. You're not gonna have any any rhythms, and yeah. then you'll be praying for a tree trimming tree to be the thing that keeps you up once, you know? It's true. When you but will not be able to sleep again. So, all right. So wait, now what did you do with the cicada? Did you, uh, have you stopped opening your doors? Did you already order brick to brick it over? What are you going to do with the cicada? We drove to Walmart and got a gun. Really? And, well, yeah. Good thing. There's no waiting. You just go in and get one and <laughs> come on home, start blasting. They just asked for my ID. I kept my mask on the whole time. It's pretty simple. Uh, that sounds God, simple. <laughs> that sounds really yeah. simple. I don't know if that's true. None of that. None of what I said is true. Uh, no, no. We so opened even the, the cicada part is false, dude. It was. It was. How big was it? It was this big. It was as big as a dice bag. It was like. Wow. There's, that doesn't seem possible, dude. I'm, I, you know, maybe sleep has uh, affected your judgment. What? What? All right, I got to ask this uh, because I was talking about uh, kids. I got a lot of conspiracy theory thoughts flying around. Not my own, but listening to people. If you saw a cicada that big, which obviously no one is, why didn't you take a picture of it or something? Because they are that big. They get that They're big. They're not. They don't get as big as your fist. They do. Only in Japanese anime. When they're fighting Godzilla. Look at my life. All right. I live in an anime. I am an anime. Look at my hair. Yeah, we got some crazy hair going later. Oh, man. Mine just keeps going, getting curlier. Now I'm getting the poly walnuts gray right here. So I've decided it's – I told you last week it's going. I'm letting it go. I'm going to see what happens. Today I didn't put anything in it after the shower. It's just standing straight up. Dude. Yeah, that's it's impressive. Kind of, it's it's well to go from where I was to this. Um, well, so all right. So did you just did you like kind of just open the screen just enough to get your fingers through to pop the the storm door? How'd you get it? To, yeah, I, I know yeah. Janice. Janet, everybody's saying that they don't get that big. I, Cindy, I believe I I know Janice. I get it. But let the, you know if that's what he wants to if let him believe it. Have Let you ever believe seen, it was probably a, it was probably a Robin. Have you ever seen Alfred Hitchcock's birds? I have. It's terrifying. Right. Replace that with cicadas. And that was in my door. So there were a thousand cicadas in your door. No, but there was one that was the size of a thousand. Wow. Yeah. All right. 
Now, I drove around your neighborhood. Is there a nuclear reactor somewhere near you that I missed? Dude, there are people in the chat. You can keep keep saying, dude, like that's going to make me, like the 87th dude is going to make me change my mind and go, you know what? He's right. There can be a 48-pound cicada. What was I thinking? Man, I got to (laughs) read. Dude. This cicada was so terrifying. They're saying, no way, dude. You don't know. You don't, it was, dude. All right, here, here. Let me post, let me postulate. Yes, please postulate. I'm gonna postulize. It's different. Profetery, profet, profet, whatever. I'm gonna post, po, I'm gonna postulize right now. All right. Mayhap, I will grant you that mayhap it was not a cicada, as it were. It may have been another insect, but it was an insect the size of a bird. Was it a butterfly? It was not a butterfly. Okay. Was it I've a moth? No, it was. Have you ever seen a moth the size of a fist? Again, only when it's battling Godzilla. All right. And there may have been a moth the size of a fist. I don't know, but it was extraordinarily large. Okay. Wait, let me get confirmation on this. Hold on. <laughs> All right. If you need to, if you feel you need to, uh, I don't. That'd be fine. Now, I, Cody has left, presumably to get uh, the lovely Doctor Mrs. Cody to come in and uh, and back up his play. Now, I don't know what he's promised her in uh, in return for her testimony, Your Honor. I'm going to treat uh, her as much as I love Cody's wife. I'm going to treat her as a hostile witness because I don't know what has been what kind of chicanery has been going on. Before right. this woman gets to the witness stand, she, she, may, have, she may have been, uh, you know, there may have been some jury tampering. She says it's the size of her forearm and it her was at forearm. least pounds. All right. I'm going to see, but, but from her, I would accept that because her hormones are way off. <laughs> so, you know, she's she's with child in the late stages of pregnancy. Her mind is not uh, her mind is not her own at this point. She may be projecting what is growing inside her as to what was trapped between the two doors. All right, and we still don't know what happened to it. Is it still there? If it's still there, we, why don't you go get it? The doors were quickly slid open. It was released into the the ether, and I never opened my patio door ever again. Now, do you believe that it will come back with its friends to seek vengeance? If it does, I will get a gun. I mean, it, that, then it's on. Well, sure. Then you have to protect your family. Then I get it. I understand that. That's, uh, you know, that's all well and good. But you're safe now. There's nothing trying to get in during this broadcast. And there better not be. May, trying to get in, maybe. But uh, the glass is pretty sturdy. If it survived the derecho, derecho. Was it derecho or derecha? Sure, yeah. Sure. The, if it survived the Spanish hurricane. It was a doe, a deer, a female deer. That's what was trying to get in your house. You hmm. have so much backyard, it could have been an owl. It could. There's a lot of things that live in your backyard. It was actually a cicada the size of an owl. Owl-sized cicada. Yeah. All right. Well. Um, I think I can speak for everybody. Uh, next time, take a picture. You should know from yeah. Twin Peaks, the owls are not what they seem, Brian. Boy, I are you talking about the original Twin Peaks or the yeah. uh, the latest uh, Twin Peaks? I'm actually talking about the movie starring Sean Connery. Didn't see it. Is that Fire Never Sleeps or Fire Walk with Me? 
No, 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 no. The movie Twin Peaks. Wait, wasn't there a movie called Twin Peaks that had nothing to do with the show? Mm, no, I don't. Mm, I don't think so. Am I getting my references messed? Maybe I'm you just might be getting your uh, references messed up. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. I don't. All right. Uh, well. All right. Either way. I'm, well, I'm glad you're okay. Thank you. I'm glad you're fine. Uh, there is a Twin Peaks restaurant chain. Have you been to that? Is that what you're talking about? No. I rem no. What I'm talking about is there was some 80s movie that has the same name as like a show, but they're totally unrelated. Maybe I'm thinking of The Rock or something because I'm thinking like, oh, that's Dwayne Yeah, because the, show, the and show, there was a show Twin Peaks. Then they brought that back on Showtime a couple years ago. There was also a movie, a Twin Peaks movie, Fire Walk With Me, I believe, yeah. uh, I believe was the name of the film. So. No, there was a film with Peak in it. Um, peak or Mountain or something. And, and there was a. A movie with Peak or Mountain in it. Hmm. The peak. No, people are still trying. Sue says a cicada crawled inside the back of uh, her shirt during gym class in the 70s. She is still traumatized. That's terrifying. That would be, you know, they're, uh, yeah, see, Barb, Barb's with me that they're coming back to seek vengeance. Now I need so, a drink. Also, Chaz in the chat was saying just open the screen door from the patio. It is a, there's no egress. Oh, so I wow. did. I did unironically. Yeah, it's more like a balcony, really. I'm I uh, legitimately suggested climbing on a ladder to get to the second floor to hop the balcony rail and then uh, open the screen door so it could fly out, and then there would be no chance of it coming inside. We opted out of that, but it was an actual thought. All right. Well, here, here's what I will say to give yeah. your story a little bit of credence. That uh, not that we not that I don't believe you because mm -hmm. I don't, but mm -hmm. um, I think you'll remember me telling you last month the story of opening the door in New Orleans and a giant cockroach flying in, mm -hmm. a cockroach. But it was not the size of my fist. It was just about five times bigger than any cockroach I had ever seen. So maybe in your panic, you're, you know, it was a big cicada. We'll, we'll just, you know, I don't, listen, you have a lot on your mind. You're not sleeping. You got a baby coming. You got a dragon in your office. There's a lot going on. You still don't have a dishwasher. Uh, people are now starting to place bets. Uh, our good friend Sam Panionovich, who does uh, all sorts of gaming and odds and odds maker, has set the odds of you actually getting a dishwasher at 728 to 1. Wow. Yeah, it's not good. I, I'm sorry to tell you this. I bet against you. I bet that it's not coming. I'm looking to make some dough. Why would you do some, that? Because I need some scratch, Cody. That's all. It's nothing hmm. personal. It's strictly business. Uh, Barb say my hair looks fantastic. Barb has been drinking tonight, which is, uh, that's, thank you, Barb. It's very nice. It's luxurious. Tonight, it because there's nothing in it, I can bounce it, which is weird. <laughs> I, th th to be honest, the feeling of having hair on my head and on my neck and stuff is so foreign to me now after all these years that I am like, it's like I'm growing hair for the first time going, Oh man, this feels weird. What's going on? Or I can't, you know, just, it's just odd. So 
Yeah, that's how I feel when uh, when I haven't shaved for six months. Ah. Uh, because that's when I start to get hair. I'm still going with my Deadwood look. Molly's yeah. not the, Molly's not gonna be happy. This is a, it's it's staying for a while. Today, so today I had on a tie dyed t shirt and a uh, flowered baseball cap that uh, from Hawaii. So it's white with these big flowers all over it. And I had my glasses on, and I looked at myself, and I'm like, I look like every old guy that you used to see at a Grateful Dead show or everybody at a Jimmy Buffett concert just waiting to get wasted away in Margaritaville. Mm. It was, I'm looking at myself because when the hat's on, everything was curling up and it was all gray in the back. And I'm like, oh, my God, I've, I've turned into like some old weird hippie. So I've decided, Cody, I'm just going to chuck it all. I'm going to find some 5,000-watt daytimer uh, radio station on the water somewhere and mm. just be the guy who does radio on the island during the day and then sits at the bar the rest of the afternoon so that when people come in, they go, who's that guy? And the bartender just goes, listen, uh, I want to warn you. You buy him one drink, he'll tell you some stories. Buy him a couple drinks, he's going to want to cut your head off and make it a bowling ball. So mm. proceed at your own risk. I'll be like the local character. <laughs> You're already the local character, Brian. I know, but th this would be a place where I, you know, where I wouldn't be uh, looked down on for that. You know, if you want to be a cool concert person, uh, you could join us and go to the drive-in movie theater and see a Metallica concert for $120. Wait, what? Are you going to one of these? No, we. Uh, there's a Metallica concert at a drive-in movie theater in the Hoffman Estates, I think, for $120 for a car. It's not Metallica. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's a drive-in movie of Metallica. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, it's a concert film because they have been doing uh, they have been doing some parking lot concerts and comedy shows and things at outdoor venues. So that's why I was like, is it a Metallica cover band that is <laughs> coming to? No, it so is it's a, a drive-in drive movie movies of a 2020 Metallica concert uh, that is one hundred fifteen dollars per car. That seems excessive. I was one, you know, I've never, I don't think I've ever been to a drive-in movie theater and, and I understand it's a special event and it has a concert vibe, but it does seem like a lot. That seems, but I, I know there's a couple other uh, drive-ins that have popped up in the area. I know one was in Bridgeview at uh, Toyota Park or something, and they were doing a drive-in. And I think it was for the, the, the prime spots, you know, like the VIP spots. I think it was sixty or seventy bucks per car, and I was, uh, and you could get like six people. I think they uh, there was a limit of six people per car. But I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, okay, I guess if you're going out, that's that's not bad, but it still seems like a lot to go watch a twenty year old movie. So or a two year old movie. Yeah, well, but even the Metallica thing, it's like, it's 115 bucks. That's what the I'm VIP, talking about. The VIP was sold out. Uh, really? So I don't, yeah, so I don't even know how much that costs. But yeah, it's a car up to six with 115. So I, I don't really know the logistics of driving movie theaters because like you don't have to sit in the car the whole time, right? You can just jump on the hood or... Yeah, I mean, the ones I've... What I've seen, pictures I've seen of the newer ones, they have like a little area next to your car or right in front of your car and it's marked off and you can stay in that area and then they have um you know they have restrooms but they have people driving around in like golf carts selling popcorn and other concessions and whatnots so you don't have to be mingling 
And that makes did you ever, sense. Did you go to drive-ins when you were a kid? Were they still around when you were little? Probably they might have been around, but we just never went. Yeah. We didn't, as a family, we didn't go to drive-ins either. I always heard there was one on Halstead Street. And whenever we were driving in to see my grandparents, as we were coming home, it was dark out and we could see the drive-in from, you know, we'd look out and go, oh, there's a movie going on. And that's as close as we came to going to the drive-in, mm-hmm. you know, because even, even by the time I was old enough to drive and date, there weren't really drive-ins to go to, to, you know, I, I went to one drive-in with Debbie and her sister when we were dating, but that was in Michigan, you know, mm. so it's Michigan. So they were, they were a few years behind anyway. Were they always that expensive? No, they're doing it now because they're, everybody's trying to make some money, you know, they, and they probably figure, well, people haven't been going out. So they probably have discretionary income, but there's a good chance that, uh, you know, people also aren't working and now they're not getting that extra unemployment. So they're not going to have that kind of dough, you know? So that's what, uh, six to 15, that'd be 90, uh, 90, 25. So, like, so about 20 bucks a person, just about in the mm-hmm. car, but six people in a car is a lot of people in a car. But my thing is like, what if you're in the back seat? Right. Well, it sucks. Like that doesn't sound very fun. No. I saw, I mean, somebody, unless- I saw a picture of a parking lot concert the other day and somebody brought a couch. That's that screams hillbilly to me. Hey, we got the old couch. It's normally on the porch. Put it in the truck. We'll take it. And then we can sit outside. What else are you going to do with it? I don't know, but it just seemed, it seemed weird that you would have a, uh, Hi Chuck, thanks. We miss uh, we miss being there as well. Uh, Sally, how are you? Oh, she's having dinner outside. Now, did nice. you? All right, Sally, did you go to a restaurant or did you just eat uh, in your yard? Because this is uh, the you know the concern continues. And did you have a baseball bat in case a giant cicada at your table? Yeah. See, right now after Cody's story, I don't even want to walk outside, let alone eat outside. That cicada is going to come pick up your steak. Fly away with it. I don't know if cicadas are carnivorous or if they're herbivores. I don't know. Maybe it would just come and eat your salad. Do you know what cicadas eat, Cody? Not anything. They were going to eat you. That's what they were going to eat. Probably. Probably. Dude, it was like, like I'm afraid to look out. I'm afraid to look outside right now. I don't now. blame you. You know, because I'm going to look and it's just, just going to be like, right outside the window, like a horror movie, just like, boom, Michael Myers, just like standing there, like, like right there, up on my window. Like, you, you know, weird music? Like, that man, that man, ah, cicada, ah, like slide down like that. Horrifying. The Cicadas good are nightmare fuel. They're herbivores, so they're not going to eat you hmm. unless you're wearing a hemp shirt, which I know you like to do. I do like my hemp shirts. Like oh, hemp shirt. You and Woody Harrelson. <laughs> Maybe hemp should make an appearance on the quarantine cast. Oh man! One of these days, there's a there's a I was going through the refrigerator the other day, and I see some chocolates that have been there for a while. And I said to Debbie, "Hey, these are a dope candy, right?" <laughs> She's like, "What do you mean, dope candy? Dope. You know." They're dope candy. Uh, they got the weed. They got the weed in them, right? Uh, you know, 
yes, they're edibles. I'm like, oh. She goes, why don't you have one? I said, absolutely not. Are you going to eat them? She goes, I don't know, maybe one of these days. <laughs> All right. So we've got these three things in the refrigerator that one of these days I'm going to forget are dope candy because they look just like a nice uh, piece of Fannie Mae. And then I'm going to freak out. I'm going to reefer madness. The only thing that really makes you seem like an age, an aging like rock and roll fan is that you call it dope. That's and I do it for I do it for effect. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> dope dope candy sounds. And if I listen, if I have to break it all down, it, it takes it away. But dope candy sounds much funnier than there was a chocolate edible in my refrigerator. I don't know, man. I don't know. I like dope candy. I am well. Listen, I am an aged rock and roller. Except I missed out on the drug parts. I like the other two parts of rock and roll, thousand percent. I'm yeah, down that's with. Fair. I'm down with the sex and the rock and roll. And, well, I get, you know, come on now. You're my little drug of choice right here. Come here, dude. What? <laughs> Sally in the chat said, went to Cooper's Hawk with a friend and her husband and another widow woman. It was wonderful. I'm getting mm. stir crazy. I like Cooper's Hawk. We, did, we had Cooper's Hawk a couple weeks ago, but uh, we had, this what Debbie went, uh, you know. Sometimes I, I, uh, I unleash Debbie like she's an attack dog. I'm not saying that she is, but she she likes I, – I don't like confrontation. Debbie doesn't like it, but she also is not afraid of it. She'll throw down. So we had gotten uh, – it's some silent – it was somewhere we had won a wine tasting for six, whatever. And it had a retail value, I don't know, of like 45 bucks. And so Debbie was like, well, we're not going in because we're not going to be inside, and I'm not going to ask four other people to come – and uh, taste wine with me inside. So Debbie calls and she said, uh, she talks to the manager of our local Cooper's talk. She was like, listen, we're not going to use this. Uh, but, you know, it says it has whatever, $45 value, whatever. Um, can we just come in and use that to buy wine or, you know, put it towards something else? And I guess the guy was kind of a jerk at first. No, well, that's just that. And, you know, the amount of wine we pour during the tastings aren't worth $45. So that's it. She's like, really? So you're not going to let me use this. Uh, you, we want it through some charity and you're not. Well, and, th and then she something she doesn't do this anyway, but she's like, well, so you want me to tell everybody that I know that Cooper's Hawk would not honor their certificates. above." <laughs> and the guy was like, okay, fine. You can wow. come. In. We ended up, we ended up not only, so we picked out a couple bottles of wine that came out to more than the $45. So we paid, we paid extra for the wine and then we bought dinner too, to go. So we ended up dropping, you know, drop some money and all it caused them was a bottle and a half of wine maybe, but it didn't really, cause we didn't go in and do six people didn't go in and do the wine tasting. So but she said then he was very – when she went in and he was like, oh, well, we can um, – you know, do you want help carrying the – because she bought a couple extra bottles of wine. Do you want to help carrying these out? She said, no, I'm waiting for my dinner. And he was like, oh, well, we could just run that out to you. That was so, – oh, so you ordered dinner too? And she's like, yeah, we ordered dinner too. Jerk. So the, yes. the, the only devil's advocate thing I will say yes, is that I think – I blame a lot of this on Groupon. Because I've heard that uh, a lot of small business owners, especially in restaurants, have gotten really burned by Groupon. Because yeah, a lot oh, yeah. of people, 
will buy the, you know, like buy, pay $10, get a $30 gift certificate. And then they go and then they gorge themselves or whatever. And then, you know, get to exactly that amount and then they don't tip and then they leave. Um, it just ends up being kind of bad for business. So in, well, in no, this- and I, Listen, I understand that you would rather have people in the in house. I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and if you're only, you know, if we had spent, we had spent 40 bucks, we're not going to go, Hey, where's, where's the $5. But so I get it. I get why he was, you know, trying to put that off, but you know, in the end he worked, he ended up, he ended up, uh, you know, making, making money off of us from us, which we were happy to spend. And he got the goodwill. And I do. I, I like Cooper's Hawk. And I hadn't had. We used to be back in the day. We were actually members of their wine club, Ooh. Cody, because we're fancy. Fancy. That's right. I'm fancy. Don't forget it. So but we would. So we would. But then we would forget. We would forget to go every month and pick up our wine. And then mm. all of a sudden, Debbie would go, oh, we got to go pick up our wine. And I'd go and I'd be leaving with like eight bottles. And, you know, with eight bottles of wine, you got to start drinking wine. And I'm not against that. You know, but actually bought a bottle of three buck Chuck last week. Why? I was at Trader Joe's picking something up Mm. and I hadn't, I hadn't, uh, hadn't had that wine in a long time. And I used to love back when it was two buck Chuck, because as you pointed out so nicely, I'm an elderly man. So I was like, well, let me pick up a couple bottles. And now it's three bucks. And I'm like, "Eh, I don't know if I'm, what am I made of money? Go drop that kind of money on wine, $3. So I picked up a couple bottles of the three buck chuck. It was as good as I remembered it. Not <laughs> bad. No, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. We had a, it was better than some of the um, some of the more fancy wines that we have in the house. You know, because we'll order Debbie. Will look, speaking of Groupon, she'll look for these Groupon deals for these wine places, and they send you like eighteen bottles of wine, and they're all different kinds of wine or whatever. And some most of them have been very good. Every once in a while, you get a stinker. And this, uh, I tell you, the three buck Chuck stood up pretty good. Hmm. Stood up pretty good. All right. Well, I know we have a special thing that uh, you want to get to. I mentioned mentioned the post office. I'm just telling you, go buy stamps. So uh, there were three visits to a post office in two days, Cody. Very exciting. Uh, and the post office is doing their best. They are very co- conscientious when it comes to social distancing. They've got stuff all over the floors. They have giant plexiglass. People are the people behind the counter. Despite the fact that they're behind the counter, behind the plexiglass, they're still wearing full face shields and masks. And I'm like, geez, are you, a lot of hazardous material coming through the post office. What's going on? But you know, that was that. So I got to see postal workers in action. Nice. And I saw today my mailman was actually wearing one of those old time pith helmets, like he was going on safari. I'm like, dude, what's going on? He's like, hey, I've heard there's cicadas the size of fists out here. Yeah, I was be ready. Yeah. yeah, he's got the pith helmet and a big net, and he's still delivering mail. Rain, sleet, snow, cicadas—they don't care. They're delivering. I uh, I lasted about three days before I I caved and I investigated what the hell was going on with the post office. Oh, so you knew there was a you knew there was an issue. I I read like seven articles about it on a uh, couple days, it was a few days ago, but I mean, it was like well after it had happened. Uh, but you know, cause I'm, I, I like to stay kind of insulated, but uh, sure. I get inklings of things. And after I saw like the fifth day in a row, people were freaking out about the post office. I was like, all right, I got to look into this. What cracked me up 
was uh, reading about these things and reading about like the new postmaster general mm. general being like elected by the like council of postmasters. Like he's I'm not, like, he was appointed by Trump. No, 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 no. But like, but like, no, but then he like, they, they still elect like a, okay. a general from this like senior council of like, just the nomenclature was hilarious to me because it was just like, it's like, this isn't the Knights of the Round Table. It You're is. not like anointing the, the, the wizard general master or anything. Like, you're, you're, you're male people and you love your mail and like, it's a business. Just, you it's know. not a business. It's a service. Well, it is. Okay, fine. You, but you know what I mean? Like you. you no, I do. It's like when Homer Simpson was going to join that uh, club in the Simpsons, the uh, like the Masons. Yeah. When Homer was going to do that. So, yeah, it's it was very sneaky. But uh, the good news is it all I don't know. That's all supposed to be put on hold now. And the post office is going to keep going. And uh, I miss you know what I miss? I miss seeing the wanted posters in the post office. There were no wanted posters today. Oh, Last two days, I hadn't paid attention to it until the last uh, yesterday and today when I went in the post office. I used to love looking at the wanted posters when I went in, see what pe- see what people were up to, see what I could get in trouble for. You know, nothing. This is all before your time. This one uh, they actually delivered mail via Pony Express mm. back in the, back in the day, the real day. We have a mail person. <laughs> Do you? Do you get a mail at your house? We get mail. That's great. You have a letter so, carrier. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Although we call them letter carriers now. Man, we're we're st- I didn't like. Apparently, the previous owners just didn't set up mail forwarding. <laughs> so like we've written return. Just, are they on the lamb? We just I just keep writing return to sender on like a big marker. Like they're supposed to be forwarded, right? Like why yeah, aren't you forwarding in your? Usually, it's for a couple months at least. It's a year. It's supposed to last a year. A year. All right. Well, that's more than a couple months. Yeah. You're supposed to go to the post office website and it automatically gets forwarded. I, I got some random thing from some company I've never heard of forwarded to me from my old address. Nice. It was like, update your address. I'm like, well, I did. And that's why I'm was getting it. Your, was it your dishwasher? <laughs> that would do it. That would do it. Um, all right. Why, why did you go to the post office so many times? Was why did I go? All right. Here, for fun. Uh, no, yeah. Oh, because you're selling your mom's stuff. We're selling some stuff. And so Debbie needed some priority mailboxes. Uh, and she gave me some certain sizes. And I went to the first post office and they only had one of the sizes. And I pull up, you know, because now the beauty of having your phone is you can find out where the other post office is. So right. I put in the next town over. Oh, there's their post office. It's five minutes away. So I go to that post office. And they also uh, did not have, uh, or no, they did have the box. No, hold on, check that. Let me think. Bang, yes, they did have the boxes. I'm trying because I listen. My whole my whole two days has been all about the postal service. Uh, so I get the boxes, and then today I went to mail them to the to another post office. So I've been I've been all over the postal service. I've been checking them out because I may, you know, who knows? Maybe I need a career change. Maybe I need to be walking around the neighborhood in a pith helmet. You know, I'm not sure uh, what kind of longevity that kind of career would have. Uh, nowadays, not much. Used to be the old joke: there's always work at the post office. Yeah, you know that was the in uh, Robert Townsend's uh, one of Robert Townsend's movies. He was uh, that was the running joke: there's always work at the post office. It was if you got on at the post office, you could work at the post office for your entire life, 
and retire with a nice pension. You were all set if you worked at the post office. Now, not so much, probably. All right. Hold on. People in the chat are asking me if I'm blowing weed when I walk off camera. No, I was opening windows because it was getting stuffy in here with the screens intact because I don't want giant cicadas coming in. But I had to shut the windows earlier because uh, the cicadas wouldn't shut up. So anyway, I was doing that. Why you're am not, I standing? so you're not vaping? Are you are you sure? I'm not currently vaping. No, I could if you want, but I'm not gonna right now. No, you're not it's gonna not, do it in your house, are you? It's what's that? You're not gonna do it in your house, are you? Va uh, vape smoke is very different than, and in fact, marijuana smoke in general is very different than cigarette smoke. It doesn't really linger. Um, so, like you could you could like let's say you rented an apartment for a month, you could smoke weed in there every day, and then three days after you're out, it's not gonna smell like weed likely. Um, versus like two days of cigarette smoke. This sounds like weed talk, like uh, stoner's justifications. No, no, no. This is not. Oh, uh, man, I'll tell you what. I smoked a fat pound of grass and my house doesn't smell like nothing. This is not fake. Because uh, I'm having dope not, candy. It's not. <laughs> this is real. And vaping, okay. moreover, uh, it's just vapor, so like it's oh, even less. That's true. Lingery. I mean, like I like I could like, like I could take a hit right now, leave. My wife could walk in in five minutes and maybe not smell it. So it's it's a, that's not wow. a thing. Anyway, also if I wanted to, I probably wouldn't walk off camera. As for why I'm standing, um, a few weeks yeah. ago we were doing this, and was it with you? It must have been with you because I don't do other. I was going to say what you doing a lot of stream stream shows. No, you know what it was. Every Friday night, every, sorry, every other Friday night, I play uh, on Zoom on like a group call. I play okay. Dungeons and Dragons with some of my coworkers um, that I've never met in real life. They're just like oh, wow. in, the, in the company, but in the Slack channel, they threw out like the idea of a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. So right after I'd gotten this standing desk, we did a session and I stood for Dungeons and Dragons sessions last a while i was like gonna say those are long games yeah like three hours or so per session oh, okay. uh like that's minimum in person you can spend four to eight hours in a dungeon because you're hanging out with friends like it's casual yeah. it's not like you're just playing a game right, right. Like no i get it yeah it sounds fun yeah so um so right after i got my standing desk i was like i'll stand for a while and i stood for like two hours uh while playing i was able to kind of move around a little bit you know just like stay not sedentary and then i put the desk down after a couple hours because i was like i'm gonna sit down and take a load off and <laughs> i was like done like energy oh, yeah. plummeted uh i was just done like it, there was just nothing so after that i started standing during these and i i feel like my i'm able to like maintain my energy a bit better uh when when i should have just said that last sentence i should have just said I think no, we like the we like the big buildup. You went. No. People don't know this. You graduated with honors from the Roger Badish Storytelling School, so it's it's exciting. That was rude. I know that was me. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. Now I should have waited till he was here. Then I could have said it in front of. And I would say it. You know, I'd say it in front of him. You would absolutely. Oh, yeah, I would know say it in front of him. Also, I, I love him. And it's true, but no, they we needed to know the back the backstory. Somebody asked you a question, you got to give us the details. No, nah, that was that was unnecessary. No, it not really because I, I see at first I was like, yeah, but the more you told the story, the more I related to it, because I also have been in that position where I've stood for shows, you know, and after three hours of standing during a show, I sit 
thinking, oh, I'll just finish up the last break or whatever, and, and then you're done. Or mm -hmm. you get to the car and it's like, oh, man, I have no I, – I used all my energy standing and talking for those three hours, and now I'm done. So, you know, for you to be strategizing how to get your gnomes safely out of the woods for all that time, yeah, of course you're going to be tired. i got my dice bag right here. Now that's a Dungeons & Dragons dice bag, or is that where you keep the cicada bones? This came with my cloak. Really? Yeah. Nice. I got it a cloak look, and a magic. It looks and rich and velvety from here. It is. It's a. Uh, it's duo suede. Oh, I don't know what like the a, uno suede is. It's like a faux velvet. And see, like on the oh. outside it's black, and on the inside it's this like kind of sparkly, mm. sparkly kind of silvery kind of. So you keep rad. your dice and your potions in there. What what stays in there? Nah, you can't fit potions and dice in here. But yeah, look That's at this. I got all these. And a bunch of random. That one's weird. And then I'll be honest. One. I have a bunch of other bunch than of other than the jokes people make about those are pretty. I know, Looks right? Like jewels. Looks like you've uh, you have a buried treasure. I know nothing about Dungeons and Dragons. I know there's a dungeon master, correct? Mm hmm. Okay. Yep. Um, I know there's powers involved, but that's that's all I know. Do you know what actually kind of upsets me about that, what you just said? That I don't know it? No, 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 no. Well, kind of. So, on, so all right, back in the day, rewind, 2008, 2009. I'm rewinding. I just, yeah. I know you're done rewinding because you sat forward. Right, now I'm back. Right. Um, the first couple of years I worked with you, I was actively playing Dungeons and Dragons with some friends. And you would like mentioned, you don't know what the hell it is, obviously. And we had, we're just getting to know each other. And I was right. doing a nerd thing. And I, I don't, I think I suggested it, but just kind of like, not like, not like serious, like seriously, like this is really a suggestion, but I mentioned it in passing, I think once or twice. I was like, you know, it could be fun. Like I could just get a group of a few people together and I could like dungeon master a game on air. I remember you, could, you suggesting that. Yeah. But I like I didn't really pursue it, and uh, fast forward to now, a very popular genre of podcast is called uh, actual plays, uh, and it's Dungeons and Dragons or insert your favorite role playing game here oh, actual no. play. So and it'll be like a group of five or six people like really playing, and usually like you know at least one is like a comedian, and then like there's hijinks and, and oh. you know they. They're quippy and they edit it, but like way before their time, like ten you would have been, like, you would have been the guy. Well, we you would have been. I mean, we uh, we would have been, been the guys. It would have been really funny, uh, uh, and it, you would have been hilarious, and it would have been good. But so now, if we do it, it's like uh, oh, another like let's play podcast right. thing. Like it's whatever, and there's a lot of bad ones, like just I, bad. Well, there's a lot of bad podcasts, aren't there? Not the Curiosity yeah. Daily podcast, part of the Discovery Family of Brands. That's an excellent award-winning science podcast that you can listen to every day if you want to get smarter in just a few minutes. That's fun, can, right? Thank you. They can send me a check for for that one. That was pretty good. That was nice. Um, and see, the thing, growing up, I didn't know anybody who – it wasn't like I had an opportunity to play that game and I scoffed at it or I would – I didn't – I didn't know anybody, even in college, I don't think. There were whispers of people playing it, but not not a lot and nobody that nobody that I knew. So it wasn't 
it just wasn't a thing, you know? And it's a, uh, it's a thing that takes a lot of preparation. Like a dungeon master has to really like, I mean, everyone, like you, you know, it's not like monopoly. You just pick a piece and then that's your piece. Right. Like, yeah, can a- you just, can you just throw a game together in, in two minutes? Like we can go down to my basement, get a board game and start playing in five minutes. Can you, you can't do that with dungeons and dragons. Can you? No, I mean, and there's varying levels of how into it you can get, but, uh, and like, if let's say I wanted to run a game at a convention like Gen Con, right. um, I could pre-roll characters and kind of have a few character sheets people can choose from. And so then in that case, they would just kind of sit down and grab their character and then they'll just use that character. So okay. there are ways to fast track it. But if like, if you and I, if I were to sit down and be like, Hey, Brian, you're invited to do a campaign with me. Like I would spend at least an hour, like putting together, like, materials and looking through the, 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 the adventure and like seeing what the characters are like and getting into character and stuff. And you would have your own character with their own backstory. And then we get oh together and like, you're pretending to be that person. I'm acting like the narrator storyteller kind of describing like what's happening and, you know, telling, you know, what to do. So it's very like open and free form and, and it can go lots of different directions, but like, yeah, it's not just a sit down casual thing. So right. even, even with all my nerd friends, like my nerd friends, <laughs> games and video even games with all my nerd friends. Yeah, I mean, even with my like core group of like gamer nerd friends, like only a couple have played D anD D, and I think I'm the only one that's been a dungeon master. So it's a uh, it's a thing. Uh, Sally or Barb first says, "Look how Cody's eyes light up when you turn to geek talk," and then Sally said, "Cody, she truly loves who you who and what you do. Uh, it's so nice to see a fella." who is is what he is you are confident and go along your own way so there you go very nice now the reason since we're all right since we've gone down this road this is a perfect segue and you know i am a master of segues and i have been kind of i have been uh keeping one ear and i well both ears and one eye on you and one eye on the other thing that you want to do because for a while there were just two jamokes yakking but i know this is a big gaming week for you and uh, you would tease that we were going to do something this week. And now it looks like the perfect opportunity because I see an actual game being played. There is an actual game being so played. So what, what is Sonic? this uh, quick go? Uh, no, it doesn't look like oh. Sonic. Uh, oh, man, maybe it is. No, no yeah, I don't know you'll know what is. it is. But uh, this is a quick game quick game week or what? what's it called? Uh, it's called uh, Summer Games Done Quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Games Done Quick is an organization uh, that uh, is a charity organization. Twice a year, they have a seven-day marathon uh, of video game speedrunners that just play through a game as fast as they can. Uh, and mm-hmm. they use exploits like glitches in the code uh, or special strategies or unintended um developer tools stuff like that to kind of like hack the games and do them in ridiculously fast times or just (laughs) like their precision is so outrageously precise it's totally unbelievable so like if you see online i think the world record for beating super mario brothers start to finish i think the world record is at like seven minutes or something um that's beating the whole game start to finish like super mario brothers so um there's many different categories for these games. 
um, there's a lot of lingo that goes along with it, but, but the, the event itself raises a ridiculous amount of money for doctors without borders. Nice. Um, I just put a link to it on the, uh, in the, disc the comments section, by the way. Ooh, nice. Nice. So this year, uh, so, so and they've benefited other charities in the past. Uh, they've, they've, um, raised money for the prevent cancer foundation in the past. Um, all the pros, it's got really good ratings on all the like charity websites, all the proceeds go to them. Um, and it's just these like people that are passionate about video game speed running. Um, usually it's an in-person event. They rent out like a big hotel ballroom. They've got a bunch of seats. You can sit and they kind of project it um, and they stream that way. And obviously this year it's moved to online only. So um, it's online only, but not a lot changes because you're still mostly watching a video game. Now, are you playing against other people? Are you playing just to beat your own time? It's it's these the the speedrunners are just playing to do it as fast as they can. Okay. Um, it is, so I have never been a speedrunner. Like that's not something that appeals to me because you you have to like become very mechanical with a game. Yeah. Like you've got to know exactly like the millisecond where you hit a button. Um, there, there, um, there are moments called uh, where that require what's called a frame perfect input. Um, which means that like you have to hit a button like on the one sixtieth of a second that oh, uh, a frame appears of an animation. Yeah, so it's I mean it's the precision is I mean it, it literally like rivals uh, like real athletes, but it's not athletic, obviously. Um, but we had a guy, it was a few years ago on the show that we had somebody from one of the local schools who had started an e game major or e game teams at the college level. Yeah, esports. Yeah, the esports. E so, um, so this is so. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna pull it up because I yeah, talked about this it guy so just started another level. Whatever game he's playing. Oh, yeah, the Sonic. Uh, it's not Sonic the Hedgehog. It's Sonic Heroes. It is Sonic Heroes. So this is the Sonic uh, block. So if you go to GamesDoneQuick.com, they've got a schedule of all the games that they're gonna play throughout the week. But um, but this is like what the what it looks like most of the time. Um, on the left, you can see the speedrunner who again would normally be in a ballroom with a bunch of people behind him, but he's just in his living room, which just is funny. a dude in his room. He yeah. just got photobombed by somebody. I think it was his dog, maybe. Look Possibly, I missed it. But um, so it'll tell you like the platform, the release year, people play games from 1988, people play games from 2020. Like it's it's all kinds of games, all kinds of video games. And then their estimate, let's like right now you can see the estimates an hour. So that he's five minutes into the run. He'll probably finish between 55 minutes and an hour two or something. How many um, levels are in these games? It, so it totally depends. So like yesterday, they played The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. That game usually takes 30 to 40 hours to beat. Um, so you, you buy it, you play it over a month or so, you, you're good to go. Uh, this guy beat it in three hours and 30 minutes. Um, and he just did it all in one run because he wow. just knows all these tricks and it's just crazy. And, uh, really cool. We actually tuned it at a perfect time because on the bottom right of the screen, you can see a donation tracker and they just passed the half million dollar mark. Wow. That's amazing. So, yeah, they've raised $501,087 for Doctors Without Borders. Um, in the last five years, I don't think a single marathon has ended raising less than a million dollars for Doctors Without Borders. That's crazy. 
Yeah, it's actually their biggest, the, that organization's biggest fundraiser of the year. So um, I always donate. I budgeted, uh, I, I always donate at least $100 because uh, I'm really into it. And you enter like raffles depending on when okay. you donate. So uh, th- there's some incentives, but it's just like so, um, what I like about it is, I mean, I like a lot of things about it, but it, it's, it's generally a really, really positive, inclusive event. Um, they're very supportive of each other's, uh, uh, the runners will often have, um, if it's live, they'll have a couch commentators. So there's literally a sofa behind them with like three people on it who also run that game. And they'll explain what's happening in the game. So like right now, I can't, you know, we can't hear him because the sound's off, but he's talking through and he'll be like, okay, well up here, I need to like swerve to the right because sometimes the computer will randomly drop something on the left and then that'll slow you down by three seconds. I mean, these guys are like, wow. It's like a science the way they have He can talk all that while he's playing it. See, I'm just, I would have to be like completely into it yeah uh yeah he's able to yeah it's it's crazy i mean like i said it's uh it is really cool so um and like if you're getting whiplash from watching it like it doesn't stop right because it's speed running so it's really fast um but that's uh that's what it looks like um even even if you don't know anything about video games or you don't even particularly like enjoy video games right like it's kind of worth checking out just for a few minutes to just kind of like get the vibe and, yeah. and hear like the donations. And um, there's all these like memes people throw in, in the chat, which is even crazier. And it's, yeah, there's 67,000 people watching right now. That's amazing. So yeah, I'm a fan. That is, that is uh, wild. And yeah. so we did put a link again in the comment section. If you want to go and check that out. Um, let's see. So, Oh, Sally says they have always uh, they have always donated to Doctors Without Borders too. She did. She wasn't didn't realize that they use this video game deal. Yeah, yeah, twice a year. So this is Summer Games Done Quick. Summer Games uh, Done Quick. And I think I think it was originally scheduled for July, and they postponed it for like you know to figure out how to do it remotely. But right. They've been crushing it. It's gone off without a hitch. I have, there's been no major glitches, a couple maybe delays with setup, but like it's, it's better production than many TV networks have done during this whole pandemic. And you know, that's, that's showing in the democratic convention too. It's going off without a hitch and it's like, wow, you know, are we ever going to go back, go back to stuff? I did a show in Milwaukee on Monday and I did it from here. And the boss was like, well, you know, if you haven't been around anybody with COVID or blah, 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 you can you, probably next time you can start coming back into the station. I'm thinking, eh, eh, you know, now I have everything s- set up here. I've got ev- everything laid out and I'm, it's it's almost like I'm there. Um, I have to do all my guests on the phone, but OK. Yeah. So and with the convention, I'm like. I get there's some things there's something about being in that group, but. Obviously, you don't have to do it that way anymore. This event, you obviously don't need to, you know, it's fun to have all those people, but you don't need it. You can still have a very, they're up to, they're almost at 503,000 just in the short time we've been talking. They've jumped almost $2,000 in the last couple minutes. You can um, leave a note with your donations, uh, like for the commentators to read. And they, they get so many donations, they probably won't read yours. But last night during the Twilight Princess speed run, 
uh, in like a 15 minute span of time, there had four donations in a row that were for a thousand dollars. So, I mean, I don't know who these people got some money, obviously. I don't know who's yeah. watching. I want to be their friend, but, uh, but uh, people write some big no, checks great. for this. And it just gets, yeah, it's uh it, it's, it's like, it's just good. Like all around, like there's, you never like no one's toxic or like sarcastic or mean like it's just so like good spirited and there's puns and um the first day of this year someone wrote in something about someone wrote like a haiku um they said here's a haiku about the game you're playing right now and then they they, they read the haiku then the next donation that came in they were like Hi, here's my $20 donation. Thanks for the great run, guys. But also, just so you know, haikus can be 575 or 57577. And then the next donation was something else about haikus and how haikus work. And so, like, everyone started writing haikus. So, like, oh, God. every hour some there's some random person writing a haiku. So it's <laughs> just become this, like, whole, like, meme the whole week. And, uh, like, that kind of stuff. It's just, like, playful and... Um, and, and really cool and takes a lot more focus than I would ever have. Let me ask you one question. I already ha- I have an issue with mm. the, the gameplay here. Because yeah. I don't know if you want to share the screen again. But now, uh, this guy's timer, he finished off a mission about a minute and a half ago. But mm-hmm. the timer keeps running through all the BS of the game trying to get to start the next mission. That seemed, That doesn't seem right. Yeah, there, oh yeah, there is a person there. Um, so it's the full game. Uh, and so all the missions, all the levels and stuff, they don't like, they don't subdivide that. Um, no, I mean, but they also, oh, they don't stop at the end of a mission and then start it when the next mission starts. What I'm saying is there was a lot of time he couldn't be playing, but the clock was still running. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and, and that's right. part of it. And oh. um, actually because yeah, I'm already, of that. I'm already finding, I'm already uh, finding things to complain about. No, no. Okay. So like, I felt uh, bad for him. I'm like, his time's going up and he's, you know, it seemed like he did good during his mission, but now he's got to wait for the clock. I'm glad you mentioned that. So a lot of video games you'll see this one's in English, but they'll play a lot of the Japanese versions of games because there's, there's uh, less time in the text boxes. Okay. if you're playing a Zelda game, you get to the end of a level or you talk to somebody, like there's dialogue and you have to mash the button to skip through the dialogue windows. And uh, a lot of runners will end up playing the Japanese versions because there's so fewer dialogue windows and they can tell you, they'll tell you exactly during the run. They'll say, oh yeah, playing Japanese language versus English language saves you two and a half minutes. Or, oh God. or in the Jap- in like an hour long run, right? So like, it doesn't sound like a lot, but it kind of is. Um, or uh, or they'll say like in the Japanese release or like maybe there's a Wii U version and then a Switch version of this game. They'll say, oh, well, in the Switch version, you can skip this scene altogether and it, right. it'll save you three minutes. So they know about the versions. They know about like the language, like every little thing, like every load. Well, these screen, guys, these guys are dedicated. Like, they're so dedicated. It's so crazy. It's so like deep. And But what's nice about like watching it is that you don't need to know anything. You just walk in and you sit down and you watch and the commentators explain all of it. And it's, so it's like moderately interesting and kind of like mesmerizing to watch. This game, I'm, I don't I don't love the um, the palette. It's kind of busy, but yeah. um, but there are other games that I just, I can't get enough of like the Mario games and 
some of the classic ones, like the 2D Sonic games are really uh, fun to watch. So, oh, wow. yeah. So again, if you uh, go to, uh, what was the, uh, what was the? Gamesdonequick.com. Gamesdonequick. It's right up there in the comments at Gamesdonequick. And then, uh, well, when we started, they were at 500 and just over 501,000. Not when we started this broadcast, when we started talking about them. They're now all already up to uh, $503,500. So pretty impressive. And this guy, I'm trying to, I looks kind of, what do you think this guy? Mid-20s, this guy playing? A lot of them mid to late Critical 20s. Sid, is it looks like his handle. Critical Sid, yeah. Critical uh, Sid. Yeah, he's, a lot of them probably like mid to late 20s, some early 30s, but uh, I, I think. Are they peeing well, in a bottle, do you think? Do they have like a Gatorade bottle? Especially the guy, you said the guy the other day, the, yesterday. Mm-hmm. How long did he play that Zelda? How, it took him a while to play that Zelda game. Three and a half, yeah. Like three and a half hours. That's a long time. Especially um, when you're jacked up on Mountain Dew, which I'm guessing a lot of these <laughs> gamers are. They got the Jolt Cola uh, pour, pouring through their veins. There's people that can make it through three and a half hour movies okay. Um, mm. he, he did it in one sitting. I didn't They're see young. Him. Yeah. Um, I, I bet I bet they're sitting on like a toilet chair. <laughs> well, most runs are under like an hour is probably like the median or like the average. Um, so about an hour, that's you know that's pretty doable. There's a few that are a couple hours, maybe a few hours. There's oh, okay. one they're doing this Saturday that's a seven hour run. What? Uh, yeah, and I I they've done a couple. They usually do like one long run of like a long involved game and i don't think they take bathroom breaks during it honestly adult diapers i could be all right i don't know i mean that was never a thing before i didn't worry about it before now you know as i get older i'm always worried about that as i i look at this i go that's very impressive how can they sit that long <laughs> think they have it's, the crazy gamer chairs well have you did you Ever see the King of Kong, a fistful of quarters? No. Brian. What? All right. Is it? It's a documentary. I'm guessing. It's a documentary about the world record holder for the highest score of Donkey Kong. All right, Brian. It's one of the funniest. It's one of the funniest. It's probably the best. It's it's top two or three documentaries I've ever seen. It's so good. It's made in 2007. It's so good. I have a copy on DVD. I will literally lend it to you. Like the, it's really good. Like it's again, it's one of those situations where you. I mean, my wife watched it and she was like, "That's that's one of the best documentaries I've ever seen." Oh, I, pro- I would probably it's, love the documentary. It's it's, it's so good. It's and it it's similar to this kind of like psyche that it requires because the um to get the high. To get the high score in Donkey Kong, you have to sit and play for about it's five or six hours straight. Really? Yeah, and this this guy uh, Steve Weeby that did it. I mean, he 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 practiced like once or twice a night. That's insane. Who is uh, who's Billy Mitchell? I see him in the. He's listed first. He's in a lot of these pictures. He's the villain. Uh, and oh, there's a villain. You you. It's a all right. Villain. No, I think I got to find out if it's streaming on any of the. Uh, if it's streaming um, anywhere, it's not yeah. on Hulu. It's not on Amazon Prime, and it's not on Netflix. I'll lend you the DVD. All right, so I'll have to check it out. I got it right here. All right, it's right here. 
Did you just step off so you could take another toke of your dope? You're getting all high. It says it's on stars with prime video channels. I have stars. Oh. And hey, someone in the chat threw out, uh, don't throw away those edibles. Those are a lot of money. You don't want to do oh, that. I'm not, no, I'm not going to throw that. I'm not going to throw away the dope candy. Don't worry. They're going to stay. A fistful of quarters. The dope, the dope candy will, uh, will stay. Do you see this, Brian? Hold on. You will Joe, love. I, I got a lot of screw. I got a lot of screens happening here. You'll love this on? movie. I can, wow. I can, I can tone down the Twitch thing. I know that was still on the. No, it wasn't that. It was I was. Ju- it wasn't that. I was jumping between this and Facebook, and uh, trying to find the uh, the movie. So. Mm. What did that? Did I just? I just finished a four part part documentary. It was uh, the most boring documentary I'd ever watched. It's called The Last Narc. It was about a DEA agent who was murdered in Mexico. Uh, the problem was, well, it's not a problem. N- most of it, probably 70% of it was in Spanish, which is fine. I don't mind reading. But the, the captioning on this thing was so small, I couldn't read it. So I'm straining to read the closed captioning because they made it, they made it so small and then there's a point where every every episode that I watched, I fell asleep because I watched it late at night, and then I couldn't read it. And unfortunately, I don't speak Spanish, so mm. I'd be trying to read it, and it would be so hard to read that I'd just drift away. I got the gist, uh, you know. <laughs> but that's the last documentary I watched. You know, uh, I have I have speaking of watching things, I haven't. I have an aged reference that you might get. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Normally, your references are very young. All right. Well, because I just discovered this guy, and I'm wondering if you've heard of him. You probably have. You're a very learned person. Wow. Uh, the physics teacher, uh, Julius Sumner Miller. The name sounds familiar. He's He wears a, like a blue like button-down shirt, and he's got crazy mad scientist hair. That's the only kind of hair to have. Oh, yeah. But he did these like physics videos, these like demonstrations in physics. You can find them on YouTube. He did them in like the 70s and 80s. And it's just him like screaming about physics and doing these 15 minute (laughs) demonstrations. I found him on, um, I found him on on YouTube and he's just totally hilarious. But it seemed like a 70s kind of thing you might have been familiar with. No, he uh, he was an American physicist and television personality, best known for his work on children's television programs in North America and Australia. Yeah. Okay. No, he looks so like I- he spent a lot of time doing physics and then drinking vodka. Mm-hmm. Because he's got, well, he's got eyebrows that I, uh, you know, his, his eyebrows and my eyebrows, very similar. They got, I actually have to do, I have to do the trim because I'm getting all, uh, I'm getting all Brezhnevy. You're very Groucho Marx. Yeah, except these are real. They're not painted on. His were painted on? Yeah, his well, his mustache was painted bigger, you know. But yeah, the, the eyebrows have always been big. But his, his Julius uh, Sumner Miller, his eyebrows are very, his hair is, you know, by the end his hair was very gray, but his eyebrows stayed pitch black. Hmm. Someone in the chat claiming that their feed just went to the convention on its own. They had to come back to us manually. That's is concerning. That, right? that is concerning. Hmm. The Democrat. You know, think- yeah, see, we, we've been used to uh, 
going up against big events. You know, we were for years, we were always on against the Super Bowl. We've been on now tonight. We were actually on against the convention. And I think this would be about the time that uh, Senator Kamala Harris is going to uh, going to speak tonight. What do you think? That was big news since last week. Cody, any thoughts on the vice presidential pick? You know, there was a vice presidential pick, right? Sarah Palin, right? Yes. On the Republican side. Yes. Sarah Palin. Oh, no, I heard she flipped a Democrat. Did she? Really? Did I get my news from the wrong place? I think so. I think hmm. you're getting I, I don't even think that's uh, I don't even think that's Fox News. I, I don't know what news source you got it from. I think you got it from QAnon. Ooh, that's right. I, I had never heard of QAnon. Now, now I can't not hear about QAnon. Everything is QAnon. This this stream might be QAnon. I don't know what QAnon. Nobody knows where QAnon is, who QAnon is, what QAnon is. I know that supposedly there's a deep state of Satanists that are eating babies and mm -hmm. running things. Um, you know, so that that scares me. Hmm. You know, I've been hearing about the Illuminati for decades. I've never met anybody in the Illuminati. So I guess I'm not in the Illuminati. There's a lot going on with this QAnon. Seems yeah, like really. something. Seems like something you would delve it would have delved into. The uh, 4chan and the QAnon. You know, to, um, the Gimlet podcast, Reply All, did kind of a deep dive on QAnon like a year ago, or a year and a half. So I, I listened to it way back when like society was still a thing. Uh, <laughs> and I went places. The good old days, you mean? When I we were out in public. Maybe, yeah. Uh, so I was exposed to it then, but it was still a little bit convoluted. Like, because it, yeah, because I mean, the whole thing's kind of dumb. So yeah. it, was, it, was a little, it was a little convoluted and weird. Um, but that was my only exposure. And then I know that Rosie O'Donnell tweeted about it. Or no, 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 sorry, Roseanne, Roseanne. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Roseanne Barr tweeted about it a little bit before she did that tweet that was like offensive and got her fired right. from and got canceled and stuff um but uh and i heard about that story on joe rogan's podcast because he's like friends with her because of course he is right yeah of course so um so so i, I like i i've i've been exposed to a fair amount of kind of like what it is from a couple perspectives and like i just haven't looked into it much but when, when, why did it like have this surgence like what like because it, it kind of like was well because Right, because one of the one of the tenets of QAnon now is that uh, President Trump has been sent by God to smite all these Satanists who are running uh, the deep state, and our only hope is him saving everyone. And so today, the president said, "Well, I don't know much about it. Uh, I hear they like me very much, so I guess that's good." And then one of the reporters said, well, they say that you're here to save, save mankind from, uh, you know, from Satanist pedophiles who are running the deep state. And he said, well, uh, you know, it could be good or bad if I'm if I'm here to save things. That's got to be good. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. And last night, uh, last night, he tweeted because somebody won an election, uh, a state rep. Or a, a U.S. Congress, a congressional primary in Florida. This woman was is such a uh, QAnon and conspiracy theorist. She uh, has been banned from all social media platforms. She actually handcuffed herself to a door at Twitter headquarters. 
And he said, hey, you know, congratulations on that. And last week there was the woman in Georgia who won, who has been spouting some of these theories. And he said, oh, you're a rising star. So it's, it's, it's on now because the focus of QAnon has been how, you know, the only way to save the nation and the world, in fact, is Donald Trump. That's why it's, that's why it's gotten so much play lately. So there you go. Now you're up on it. You didn't know. Now listen, you're bringing, uh, you're bringing a baby into this world. Did you know how many satanic pedophile cannibals are running around out there? Unless I pay attention to politics, politicians, government, all of it, the happier I am and the more excited I am about having a human child. I think that's, you know what? That is the best. That is the, I actually, uh, I actually had to tell Debbie we were going to turn off last week tonight, the other night, because we recorded on Sunday and usually during dinner on Monday, we watched last week tonight with John Oliver. And, uh, you know, he does a recap of the week at first. And Debbie was, Debbie was apoplectic. She was, and I was like, stop. Are we, I said, we could, I'll turn it off. We can turn it off because it doesn't do any good. I can't, you're getting so upset mm-hmm. and I can't hear the show because you're getting so upset. So I get that you're upset. So why don't we not be upset? Why don't we just yeah. turn it off? <laughs> no, I want to watch it. And then she, then I could see her just like biting her lip and like uh, bending all the silverware. It was very, it was, I was like, it's not worth it. We don't have this much silverware for you to be bending it for a half hour. Yeah, I um, am, uh, I, you know, it's, it's so funny. Like my plan, so my exodus from the city was, I think, very well-timed in many ways. Perfect. I don't miss it at all, right? Yeah. Um, however, the, the one, um, fly in the ointment as it were um with my new suburban life is like i'd kind of plan on getting like involved in the community like go to a town hall meeting or join their local rotary chapter or you know something like that sure Um, and so my my you know like i don't want people to think that i'm like anti-news and that i don't want to be civically engaged i'd actually really would like to have some civic engagement on a local level because i feel like that's where you can be the most effective why don't you run for Um, mayor of lombard uh, well, because I just moved here, that'd be weird. Okay, I, I would. I would move back to Rockford, run for be mayor. The ultimate Rockford. outsider. Uh, that's just fair. Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm very disconnected. Like, we don't know anyone in the yeah. immediate suburban vicinity. Um, we're not in any organizations. I'm not taking classes anytime soon anywhere, like workshops or anything. So, it's, you know, we're, we're um, we know our neighbors. They're very okay. friendly. We walk around. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm just on political pause, but I don't want people to think it's cause I'm apathetic. I actually care deeply. Which yes, no, is- I know. I know you do. That's why it's so funny to me when I mentioned a story and you're like, <laughs> I don't know anything about it. I'm like, wow, go back four years and you were, oh, you were rabid about everything. Mm-hmm. And I know you're, I know you're still in touch and engaged in touch and engaged. I know you I- do. There's people watching. Well, those people need to get on board. <laughs> Plus, so, here's the thing. So enjoy these next few years because once your child is old enough to like go to school, that's when you start meeting. Like even it, even it, if they, if uh, daycare and then kindergarten and then activities and then yeah. just walking around town or going to the park, uh, you'll start. You'll start. Babies and puppies are really good at drawing people to you. Everybody wants to talk to somebody with a baby or a puppy. 
Most of them you probably don't want anything to do with. But there might be one or two that are halfway decent human beings that you might want to talk to. Yeah. You know, I'm the wrong guy to ask about that. But, uh, right. you know, I'm sure I'm sure you you and your wife are very gregarious. You'll find somebody. But, yeah, uh, to back to your question about what I think of anything happening right now, uh, I was taught that if you don't have anything nice to say, oh. don't say anything. All right. Uh, and I don't really like anyone or anything that's happening right now. Uh, except AOC. She's pretty great. I like her. All right. It's <laughs> about, about all I got. All right. Perfect. There you go. I think she's all right. You are going to vote, though, aren't you? Are we really going to do this? Oh, yes. We have to. This time we have to. Yes. I have voted in every election since I was of age to okay. vote. Well, that's the answer. That's all you need to say about that, Forrest Gump. That's However, uh oh. <laughs> that said, if yes. I send a mail-in ballot, that is me complicitly agreeing that voter fraud is okay, and that uh, Russia, actually Putin. Uh, wait, hold on. What else? Putin. Wow, I don't know. You are wow. All of a sudden, you've t- you've gone off. You're, well, cancel a culture, Brian. Cancel culture. Russia. 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 Uh, Russia. Uh, and Iran and um, Syria. So, I, you know, I can't. What I'm saying is. You left out Benghazi. Oh, shoot. And your server. My server? Yeah, her server. You got to. Everybody's got a private server that they're not supposed to be using. Whose server? Everybody's server. Wait, the server at. Uh, what was that place called? Connor. Connor Rama? What was the place? The the restaurant? Cooper. Cooper's Hawk. Cooper's Hawk. Server at Cooper's Hawk? Oh, I don't know if Cooper's Hawk is involved in any sort of conspiracies. They don't have other any than, Other than the conspiracy to give you good food and delicious wine. Well, ding, who ding, brings ding, Cooper's Hawk. Don't servers bring you the food? Uh, well, sure, yeah. No, I'm talking about computer servers, Cody. Come on. Huh. Private emails. It's all part of the, it's all part of the cabal. Interesting. Um, no, <laughs> what I'm going to do instead of voting is I'm going to open a pizza parlor and have it be a front for uh, a ring of Democratic uh, officials that um, I don't even remember the rest of it. There was just something involved with the pizza. Pizza Gate? Yeah, Pizza Gate. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, they were running a child uh, child sex ring out of the basement of the pizza place. I actually, I, like, I will be honest. I don't know where to. <laughs> I, thought you were, I thought you were going to say, uh, that what I actually believe. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Where, where do you? I, I gotta look into like where to get the mail-in ballot stuff because I'm not. I'm not going to vote physically. That is not okay. happening. But oh, uh, yeah, I'll send. Well, we uh, we applied are the for. Ready? Huh? Are the ballots ready? I don't know. We got our thing that we're we're registered and they'll be coming out. And then uh, my plan is to get the ballot. Soon as it comes, fill it out, and then you can take it to an early voting or polling place and they will, they're, they're having secure collection boxes there. So I will, I won't mail my ballot back. It will come to me in the mail and then I will drop it off. Why won't you mail it? I don't don't know. I trust the post office now, but I don't, there'll be a lot of, you know, a lot of hinky stuff going on. All right. So I'll just drop it off. All right. I never, did you ever, let's be honest. You said you, I always vote, you vote. Had you ever thought about all the, you know, 
Have you ever thought about voter fraud and all that kind of stuff? You just I thought about it. Committing then it? I looked, then I so, looked at the data and saw what the data says. Right. Data That's says what I'm saying. So I never, you know, I, okay, whatever. It's So, yeah, it, you know, just vote. I'm not telling you who to vote for. You know, just uh, not you in general, anybody. You vote, vote whoever you want. That's fine. Um, but, you know, just vote. Get out there. You know? I'm not too worried about it, honestly. About the voter fraud or the election? Any of it. Really? Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, you know what I'm worried about? I'm worried about that I can't even come out to your house anymore. Why not? Or your, your neighbor. Well, because... The rest of Illinois just hit the quarantine threshold where if you live in Chicago, you're supposed to quarantine anytime you go anywhere else. So it's not only other states that are on the list. The rest of the state is on the list. So like downstate hit the number. They they tripped the uh, the deal today. So it's like, hey, the rest of Illinois is, uh, has overpassed the quarantine threshold. I live literally uh, two blocks into Chicago. So I re- I really can't go anywhere. I can't go to the Jewel. I can't I can't go to get gas. I can't go anywhere outside is, the city. I got to stay. I'm hunkered down. That is brutal. The number one thing I'm worried about with the baby delivery is getting into downtown. Oh, the the hospitals that your your OB is down there. Yeah. Uh oh. Why yeah, are you no, worried about getting? Oh no, that's all. Well, unless there's another incident of. Uh, looting yeah which is there's like a 30 percent chance right i don't know i don't know the numbers you can get in there's different ways there's ways to get in i mean it's a hassle i would would hope that if i a cop pulls us over or stops us or whatever and he's like hey you got to turn around and i'm like literally wife is in labor right now got to get to that hospital right there yeah that's now have you have you done any dry runs are you like this is the old uh, the old sitcom uh, trope, but do you have a suitcase by the door? Are you ready to go? Have you started, uh, you know, because that's, that's kind of a haul if all of a sudden, I mean, I'm sure there will be enough lead time. You know, it's not going to be like all of a sudden you're, you know, on the Eisenhower. Don't, don't let your baby be born on the Eisenhower. That is the worst expressway in, in the area. If your baby was born on the Eisenhower, first, I'd call it Ike. No matter if it was a boy or a girl, always going to be Ike in my in my world. Uh, secondly, you'd you'd the baby would start to come, and then traffic would stop for no reason. Yeah, and then there'd be like an eight car uh, window, and it'd be yeah. So don't please don't let the baby uh, be born on the Eisenhower. But back to my point, what are you? What is the plan? Uh, yeah, we do have a bag. It's packed in the bedroom. Okay, so we've got the. You know, with some baby outfits and some outfits for her. And I haven't really packed anything, but I got to go down a checklist and do that. I'm yeah. easy. I just throw in a couple shirts, whatever. I'm good. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, well, she had a check up the other day and I was like, did you ask how you're supposed to get to downtown? And they were basically kind of shrugging it off like it won't be a problem. So hopefully it won't be a problem. Jeez. But yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Because if I don't know. Like Northwestern is right off Lakeshore, and I don't know if you're going to to, to Northwest, wherever you're going, somewhere near there, yeah. Okay. So, oh man, mm. yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll keep a good thought that uh, there's no more looting till mid September. 
Late September, just to be late safe. September. All right, late September. It'll be cooler then for the looters. Yeah, you know why do you why do you have to sweat all the time? Why do we why do we loot? You know, people. It's it's very cliche to loot in the summer when it's hot. Why don't you surprise everybody and loot in the fall when it's cool and everybody has their pumpkin spice latte and a nice hoodie? Uh, then your hoodie blends in. You don't look like, you know, you're not easy to pick out. Hey, why is that guy in a hoodie? It's 90 degrees. Oh, it's 55. Of course that person is wearing a hoodie. You know, that'd be nice. Plus, you're wearing, maybe you're wearing a long pants, cargo pants. You have extra pockets to put Ooh. things in. You have a coat, so you have some more pockets there. Um, yeah, there's a, so for Cody's sake, don't loot until late September. There, I like that advice. We're trying, listen, we're trying to help out. That's all. Public service. That's what we do. All about public service. Uh, you- so ne- next week, our good friends, uh, Jesse Valenciana and John Carruthers will be joining us. We'll talk beer, but I don't know if you saw, uh, there will also be some romance talk. Looks oh, like some, uh, is that really uh, happening? Well, I of course it is. We, please, you know between John and myself, it uh, it's not. There's no way it's not going to happen. <laughs> so uh, Jesse and John will be here from at the breweries. We will talk some beer. We will talk some romance. We will get uh, the countdown begins for uh, for baby golf. Sounds good to me. A lot going on next week. Yeah, By yeah, then? I think we'll. We'll still be pre-baby mode as of Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Next week we are doing this on Tuesday because Tuesday. Wednesday is uh, Wednesday is not. Uh, we can't do it on Wednesday, so we're going you to do something going on. Yeah, I'll be in the this. Uh, I uh, you know how you know how good I've been about not traveling, mm-hmm. and I think I mentioned that we decided we are going to drive down to see Molly for her birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I am not, there's a part of me that is still, I'm still torn. And the fact that, you know, if it can, if it comes to it and next Wednesday morning, we, you know, we're next Wednesday, we're looking at it and going, this is not, not a good idea. We just don't go, you know? Um, but yeah, that's the plan. So leaving late Wednesday night, early Thursday morning for the drive. And then, and it's like, all right, but then I, so I'm confident. I was confident, you know, well, we, we did it to move her down there and we don't waste any time at the uh, gas stations. We got masks on, we have hand sanitizer. We're, uh, we're in and out. We've got wipes in the car to wipe down anything we might touch. We, you know, so we're not out, but then I'm reading something the other day and they're saying, Oh man, the worst places you could be our uh, rest areas and bathrooms because you can, I'm like, no, I got, <laughs> no, I have to go to the bathroom. Now I would, I'd be just fine pulling off to the side of the road and you know, my nature is one big toilet to me. So I will, I would just go on the side of the road. Uh, Debbie being a woman of refinement mm-hmm. uh, that wouldn't fly with her. So we have to, we have to stop and go to the bathroom, but we're not going, we're not, lingering anywhere you know so buy a trailer that might be it maybe i get an rv just get take RV. to the take to the road now that i can broadcast from anywhere as long as you have wi-fi what's it what's the difference you can set up a hot spot with your phone yeah well anywhere i am cody let's be honest anywhere i am is a hot spot wow that's right weird flex 
but I did it. But okay. Yeah, I don't uh, sue me. It's true. It's not. It's not D if it's true. <laughs> yeah. Our old saying. Remember. <laughs> Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I know. I was just like, I don't know. Well, I didn't. I didn't say it. No, 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 no. no. It's fine. It's fine. We're we're a family friendly uh, program. I understand. That's why I did not use profanity. Family friendly television show. I don't have a panic button here, Brian. I just have the escape button, and it won't let me escape from this. I know you are just going to jettison yourself out that out one of the many many windows in your office. There's many. No, yes, but you know how I know you will not because outside of all of those windows. Giant cicadas. Dude. Waiting. Sharpening their little cicada fangs. That's the one. The tall one. <laughs> Let's get him. Terrifying. I need to get I need to get curtains for these giant windows now just so I can Yeah. Oh yeah, because well in the morning the sun will be beaten in. No, you said what? this. No, no, no. When there's trees. There's a whole backyard's oh, covered. That's right. And right, and there's so many trees. You're not your neighbors can't see if you're parading around there in the, in the au natural, can they? Exactly. No, 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 it was eight o'clock this morning. I walked in and it was like fine. You could see no, the sun. It was whatever. All right, you could see the sun. Yeah, I knew you didn't live in Antarctica or in a mm-hmm. hole. In a, so speaking of living in a hole, quickly before we get out of here, uh, we've been we've been binging, uh, binging. We've been watching uh, the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Did you ever oh, see yeah. that on Netflix? Once or twice, I think. I find it very funny. Huh. Very funny. I'm, I, I like it. I like Ellie Kemper a lot. Um, Tina Fey does a nice job in her cameos on there. I like the guy who plays Titus, Kimmy's roommate. Carol Kane is is really funny. So I've, I find it quite enjoyable. There I've only go. been watching video game speedruns. I have uh, yeah. really nothing else I've been watching. We should check in. Can we check in with those guys? Oh, I got I to gotta add the... I'm gonna add the tab. Here we go. Chrome tab. Boom. Yeah, see what's going on. There goes, guys. Back here. Um, we don't know what they're playing. Select. Yeah, I think that should do it. There go. Right. Still playing Sonic Heroes. Sonic Heroes. Uh, looks like they're up to five hundred thirteen thousand dollars. Holy cow! So, in the time that it took us to talk uh, for a half hour about um, local politics and giant cicadas, they raised more than $10,000 for charity. And what did we raise? Just the ire of some of our viewers. Some eyebrows. I think we raised some eyebrows. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely raised some eyebrows. He's on, uh, he was on level six last time we, we checked in. Now he's starting level 19 or oh, oh, level, stage 14. Stage 14. Well, no, there was a 19 that came up before. Mm. So that's why I got confused. So pretty good. Well, you got anything else tonight? Anything else no, you need I- to uh, touch on? Anything else we uh, we got to cover? Any other stories? Any other news things that you want to delve into? No, I mean, probably just that, you know, the home improvement saga is uh, coming to a close. Everything's all kind of tied up in a neat little bow. I'm somehow paying my mortgage on time. So that's a thing that's happening. Um yeah, man, life's good. It's good. I mean, the weather. Just this the like the perfect. Two weeks. It's supposed to be like paradise. So it's you know, despite everything going on, like in, in now that we're people are somewhat adjusted to this whole thing. Like it's it's you know, and it's been just a quiet, and no one's mowing their lawns because it hasn't rained except for right. one, you know hour of hurricane basically. Yeah. Um, so yeah, everything's just kind of. Just kind of chill and good, and I'm loving. Well, it's life. good. It's, uh, yeah. it's uh, things are. 
it's going to get really hot the next couple days. Oh, is like it? The weekend, it's going to be really hot. And then next week, it's going to be cool again. I love having the windows open. Been, uh, you know, in the evening, sitting out on the deck reading uh, before dinner. And uh, just, yeah, it's been it's been nice. And I, it's funny you said about the grass. Because Friday, I was going to cut the grass. And I looked and I went, it hasn't grown since last week. And actually, now it's looking pretty dead out front. And I'm not, yeah. I'm not one of these people who, I'm not going to pay for all the water to keep my grass watered. That just, yeah. you know. It, it's going to, it's going to live or it's going to die, you know, but every day, man, I go on the walk with the dogs and there are these people who are every day they're watering their grass and they put the sprinkler. So it goes right over the sidewalk. So we got to stop and we got to time our run or we got to cross the street. Cause I don't, I don't want to get wet and the dogs, you know, they'd freak out if they got wet. So it's like, all right, come on. The only, a lot of money to keep their the grass only one going. thing I am going to have to do is, uh, you know, I thought we would do this lawn service with these high school kids through, you know, the first year here. Oh, yeah. Get that all figured out and then have the baby. You know, don't have to worry about it when we've got the kid. You know, just one last thing on our list. Well, uh, I got a message from them last week. They said, hey, this week's the last week of service because we got to go back to high school. So I got to buy a lawnmower. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or find an actual or find an actual, you know, landscaper that does it. No, that costs no. big money. Yeah, I, cut the I, I, no, I, our yard, our yard's not that big. The only, the only reason we didn't buy it is just because, like, we've done so much else around. Oh the house. yeah, it was just like get one thing off the list. They'll handle it. It'll look nice for a little while. We're all good, but no, no, no. So anyway, so that's the thing. But I already have one picked out. I'm going to get a Greenworks. Uh, they sell them at Lowe's. I'll go to Lowe's. They'll probably have a big Labor Day sale, and they'll probably oh, yeah. Discount so this, I'll just yeah. this, week. this is the time to buy this is the time to buy that stuff because they got to get rid of it to get the snow blowers in mm -hmm. perfect yeah. timing cody yeah. brilliant brilliant yeah all right well good we, i'm i'm hoping that i don't win all the money uh that i've bet that your dishwasher will not come before the baby but uh you know we'll see we'll uh, that we will check in next tuesday now by next tuesday Theoretically, this dishwasher should be there. Mm -hmm. Okay. We'll see. Godspeed to, to you and the delivery man. Um, thank you. Uh, I think you should plug your socially distant. Socially distant, if you go to the Brian Noonan channel on YouTube, you can, uh, you can do that. The best place to stay up to date on everything, of course, is right here on the Facebook page, Brian Noonan Show. Don't forget to listen every day to the Curiosity Daily Podcast. Learn a lot in just a few minutes of the award-winning science podcast, part of the Discovery Family of Brands, hosted for now by Cody until he goes on paternity leave. And then it'll all just fall to hell until he comes back. I, mean, I know you can't comment on that, so don't. The, do you know the Atlantic? Fine publication, the Atlantic. They have a podcast yeah. called Social Distance. Oh, really? I think that you should sue. Hmm. Maybe. Socially distant, social distance. Too yeah. similar. When did they start theirs? Probably uh, about the same time I did. Well, they're on episode 82. Which oh, seems see, I would have been if I had been as diligent as I wanted, was at the beginning. I'm on 73. Two or seventy-three, but my start date might be earlier than theirs. Yeah, I would. I don't know. I'm gonna yeah. let it go. Yeah, yeah. I think I have a feeling the Atlantic has much deeper pockets than I do. 
They'd be able to get their team of a uh, massive team of attorneys on me. This guy finished up 47 minutes, 43 seconds. He's um, done. Yeah, he's done because the credits are rolling. What? So criti critical Sid is finished. They had estimated an hour and he did in 43 minutes. This you know, what? maybe, maybe next week we do a, a, a speed run of the, <laughs> of the quarantine cast. Talk real fast. See how quickly we can be done. This guy just beat a whole video game from start to finish that probably is supposed to take like 10 hours or at least four or five. And he did it in 43 minutes, 47 minutes, 43 seconds, 43.7 seconds. Let's, you know, if we're going to, if we're going to be precise. So good job, critical Sid. They're now at $514,111 raised for doctors without borders. Uh, Gamesdonequick.com is the website. You can go there and check that out. And uh, all right, until next week, which again will be on Tuesday, and our guests will be Jesse Valenciana and John Carruthers. Um, thanks for thanks for watching. Thanks for commenting. Thanks for spreading the word. Uh, thanks, Cody, for unleashing the dragon on us today. This was very exciting, dude. My pleasure. I'm glad that uh, the dragon was finally able to make an appearance. And thank I'm you for too. commenting. Love the comments. They were so good. Yes. Yes. We always appreciate the comments. We are glad you are, uh, you're hanging with us. So uh, we appreciate that. We will talk to you again next Tuesday night. Uh, Cody, I'll give you the last word. Why? <laughs> what a terrible last word. Oh, my God. Is it a giant cicada?